Welcome to Historical Jesus. I'm Mark Vinette. When was Jesus born? According to the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, sometime towards the end of Herod the Great's reign. Whatever the precise date or circumstances surrounding his birth, he was born of a Jewish mother in Bethlehem, only a few miles south of Jerusalem. In friendlier times than now, it was an easy walk from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. Today, from some modern high-rise hotels in this ancient city, we can look south from Jerusalem and see the hills of Bethlehem in the distance. It's that close. There is no indication at all concerning the date of the Nativity. The feast is celebrated now by almost all Christian churches on December 25th. This is Christmas, or Christ's Mass. But why December 25th? No one really knows for sure. Neither the Gospels of Luke nor Matthew give a date of any kind for the Nativity. Many say they give no slightest hint that can be used to deduce a day or even guess at one. Why, then, December 25th? The answer might be found in astronomy and in Roman history, or maybe the exact date of the crucifixion. Let's learn more about this happening with help from The Catholic Talk Show. Church of the Nativity. And what is on the spot where Jesus was born? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like Mm -hmm. a silver star. star. Now, what would have been placed on top of that star? So that star is where Jesus was born. Well, where did Mary put him afterwards? The manger. There you go. There's a manger right behind it. The majority of the manger of Jesus is in Rome. It's at St. Mary Major. The Mm -hmm. relic of the Holy Crib where Jesus was laid on the first Christmas is in St. Mary Major. Is it a crib? It's the wood from the manger. It's called the relic of the Holy Crib, but it is the wood from that manger. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. What was your impression of seeing that? At St. Mary Major? Yes. That church is so overwhelmingly beautiful, and it's gilded by the gold from the American conquest, and a lot of the gold in that beautiful church. So it's overwhelming, and everything draws your attention to the main altar and these beautiful seraphs and these angels that are accompanying the altar that then brings your attention to what is underneath the altar in a beautiful area of reverence. And people go down the stairs to spend time in prayer. And in that location is where the crib is. And it's a beautiful place of great silence and adoration and reflecting the beauty of God. And I think it's fitting that it would be in the major basilica, Santa Maria Maggiore, because it's a church dedicated to Our Lady. And it's a really fitting place to have that relic. Now, one of my favorite things of Christmas is setting up the nativity scene. Do you know where the tradition of nativity scenes start with? St. Francis of Assisi, Francis of, of Assisi. Yeah. The first nativity scene was set up by St. Francis of Assisi in 1223 because he wanted to place an emphasis of, of Christmas on the worship of Christ instead of gift-giving, materialism. Even back then, the church was fighting this urge towards secularism and partying. So he really wanted to bring history and the nativity to people, to their mind. And he set up, it was a living nativity scene with actual live people and animals and caused a little bit of uh, consternation at first. But then uh, the Pope, Pope Honorius III, gave the blessing for the exhibit. And from there, it spread like wildfire. And within a hundred years, every single church in Italy had a nativity scene at Christmas time. 
But when does Christmas actually end? Because it certainly is not December 26th, right? Clearly. Is it an octave? Eight days? On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. So there's a few different ways that people end or say Christmas ends. 12 days of Christmas goes up to Epiphany. Yep, but then you can extend it to? Christmas ends on January 12th for the Feast of the Baptism. The 12 days of Christmas end on, go up to Epiphany, and it used to be called Epiphany Tide, the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. That is traditionally when Christmas ended according to the old calendar, which is on Handel Mass. That was his presentation mm-hmm. at the temple, February 2nd. I, yeah, I thought he was baptized when he was an adult with he was. John the Baptist. They didn't do infant baptism back then. Right. So, but that's the end of Christmas. Is that particular feast Feast day day is his baptism? The feast of the baptism. Epiphany is recalled because the 12 days of Christmas. So we're celebrating within that sense. And then the whole week of Epiphany that leads up to that following week, which is the baptism by John in the. Which would have been Christmas tide, then Epiphany tide Mm -hmm. after Epiphany. Exactly. So there was distinction Mm -hmm. there between Christmas tide and. Still tied together. Yeah, but Candlemas, that's something that really doesn't get enough Mm. devotion. According to the Jewish tradition, a woman would be purified after childbirth, after 40 days, and present herself to the temple to become ritually clean again because of the blood involved in birth and the Jewish aversion to blood in a sacramental sense. So she would have taken the baby Jesus to the temple 40 days after birth. So 40 days after December 25th is February 2nd or Candlemas. Which not a lot of parishes celebrate. Now you're in Christmas for 12 days. You're feasting for 12 days. Absolutely. Some of the most beautiful feast days in the church are during during that that period of time. There's St. Stephen, the Holy Innocents, St. John, yeah. Joseph Uh, or the Holy Family. Holy Family Family is in that period of time as well. Sylvester. Yep. The the Feast of uh, Mary, Mother of the Universe, Mary, Queen of the Universe. So they just jam a bunch of feast days Look, that is sweeps week for the church, man. Yeah, it's powerful. And it's solemnities, too. High feast days, obligatory feast days. So I'm of the opinion... More Christmas can't be bad. I'm a traditional Catholic. So if you leave your tree up and your decorations up and you can't get around to it, just say, I'm leaving my uh, decorations up according to the old calendar. Yeah. I leave up my decorations according to the old calendar. So <laughs> quit judging me. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Where's the word Christmas come from? Where does it come from? Christ Mass. Christ's Mass. So you guys know like... It's his Mass, like it really for is. him. Well, you know Michael Mass, right? Mm-hmm. Where they bless the candles. And that's <laughs> on his feast day. That's yeah. St. Michael's feast day. So they would call it Michael Mass. Martin's Tag, Martin's Mass, St. Martin's Day. Christmas was Christ's Mass. That was his feast day. That was his day. So that's where the word Christmas comes from. Christ de Mise. What about X Mass? Well, 
Xmas, you know, a lot of people are like, oh man, you're taking Christ out of Christmas and they're, they, they hate Jesus. So they're putting an X and they're Xing out his name and they're trying to steal Christmas from us and make it a, a secular holiday. Senior. But that's not really what it is. The X is actually the first letter of the name of Christ in Greek. So it's an abbreviation for Christ. The X is intrinsically just means Christ. The misnomer, though, is that it's uh, somebody that it's doesn't celebrate Christmas, doesn't believe in Christ, but they still like the cultural practices and giving gifts. And But that's not stuff. true. In, in Greek, Christos, that starts with the X. Greek letter. Well, it's not X, it's Chi. You know, Christmas is the celebration of Christ's birth. I don't care what anybody out there says that it was formerly a pagan holiday. No, it's not true. It is absolutely the celebration of Christ's birth. There's no conspiracy to secretly celebrate a pagan holiday with Christmas. There's not a single day of the year where something else didn't happen. And if everything that happened on a certain day was secretly the real reason for the other things, things would make no sense. It's about intention. Are you intending with Christmas to celebrate Christ's birth? Yes. You know, so we're preparing to celebrate the birth of Christ on Christmas. So March 25th. The Annunciation of the Virgin Mary. On the Annunciation, the angel told Mary she would conceive. And that's when Christ was conceived. What's exactly nine months later? It would be Christmas. There you go. So the date of Christmas is actually set by the date of the Annunciation because nine months from the Annunciation. Mm -hmm. How do we know the date of the Annunciation? Because if it was June 1st, then it would be nine months after June 1st. They were pretty positive of the date of the crucifixion because you could look at lunar calendars and you could compare that with the Jewish cycle and you could compare it with Passover. By doing that, they were pretty positive that it was March 25th, 33. Now, why March 25th, right? So why would that day that he was crucified also be the day that he was conceived? In the time, it was very widely held that the Messiah and great people, they would die and be conceived on the exact same day. Messiah's great prophets, great prophets, saints, they would die and be conceived on the same day in a kind of perfect cyclical fashion. So the date of Christmas is actually inferred from the date of the crucifixion, which then sets the date of the Annunciation. So March 25th, and on certain years, Easter and the Annunciation line up. And there used to be very extra celebrations on those years. So we get Christmas from the date of the crucifixion. You know, there's only three people who on the calendar that their births are celebrated. Yes. They celebrate the feast of the birth of the Mary, Virgin Mary, the nativity of John the Baptist, and the nativity of Christ. Those are the only three. Everyone else is the day that they died or their feast day, but they're celebrating their birth because through them, salvation was announced, prepared, and achieved. I'm Mark Vinette. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. 
buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.